Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. We have made it to Friday. It is Friday, July the 23rd. And as always, wherever you are, whenever you listen to this, I wish you God's wonderful goodness and, uh, and joy and God's grace surrounding and embracing you and found within you. Uh, it is so good, isn't it? Um, goodness. So, hey, before we start today, I want to say uh, a couple of things. You've noticed that this week we had two guests on Tuesday we had uh, Renee, my wife. I've been telling her for a year that I would like to have her on. Well, it finally worked out, and and uh, and we got her on the podcast. And yesterday, we had my daughter, Bridget, for the second time. I had her, um, gosh, it was uh, late June, early July that I had her, so almost a month ago. So this is her second time being on. If you, so here's my point, if any of you listening to this would like to be a guest on this podcast, I would welcome it. First of all, because Lord knows you're all probably tired of hearing just my voice on these darn things. And, uh, and I just, I welcome the conversation. So particularly those of you who are in the Keel, New Holstein, St. Anne area, that's easy. I'm talking to you, Karen Hennings, or the Murphys, or, or whoever, you who listen to it, and I don't know exactly who listens to it. Um, but that would be easy just to sit down with you and have a conversation someday. And you could pick out the gospel. Uh, I mean, we would do the one in sequence, but you could look at the gospels for this coming week and say, oh, I like that one. And we could just set it up that, uh, that we could have a conversation. I would welcome that. But there are those of you who listen from far away, uh, you know, some crazy guy out in Idaho, or, or honestly, this week we had somebody from Australia uh, join us. How wonderful that is. I welcome but I don't know how to, to have that conversation with, with you all as well. And, uh, and I, I'm not sure. So if you know technologically how I can record that conversation and upload it, I would welcome that as well. Uh, I, I just don't know how to do that. I don't know if one can record phone calls. Maybe it's as easy as, yes, of course, Joe, you can. Uh, but I would welcome uh, a, uh, a situation like that. So bottom line, if you would like to be a guest on this show and have thoughts on the gospel to share, ah, oh, how fantastic that is. Uh, would we all, you know, uh, have those thoughts and, and desires uh, to share that? So just wanted to put that out. If you want to be, how do you get in touch with me? My email, easiest way, uh, Zank. So P as in Paul, D as in David, uh, and then my first name, Joe, J-O-E, Last name Z as in zebra, E, N as in Nancy, K, P, D, Joe, Zank at gmail.com. And just let me know, one, if you know technologically how to do it, and two, uh, that you'd love to be a guest. I would welcome it. Hey, uh, that was a, a long intro, but uh, we are going to get to the gospel. But it's the gospel, right, that we heard on Wednesday. I, I, I was warning you on Wednesday. We're going we're gonna to hear the explanation of it on Friday. So we're going to get into the parable today of the sower and the seeds. And, and not only, you know, what Jesus was saying, but what does that mean for us today on uh, July the 23rd of 2021? It's also a feast day. We'll speak very quickly about St. Bridget of Sweden. Um, and I just want to do that because of my Bridget yesterday. All right, Matthew 13, verses 18 to 23. Let's break open God's word. 
A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Hear the parable of the sower. The seed sown on the path is the one who hears the word of the kingdom without understanding it. And the evil one comes and steals away what was sown in their heart. The seed sown on rocky ground is the one who hears the word and receives it at once with joy, but they have no root and last only for a time. When some tribulation or persecution comes because of the word, they immediately fall away. The seed sown among thorns is the one who hears the word, but then worldly anxiety and the lure of riches choke the word, and it bears no fruit. But the seed sown on rich soil is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields a hundred or sixty or thirtyfold. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Same exact uh, parable, right? We just heard that. We just don't hear the things framing it, where Jesus goes out of his house and, uh, and sits by the sea and the crowds come around him and he goes onto a boat and he teaches them in parables. And, uh, and at the end, he quotes Isaiah, you know, let the one who have, has those who have ears ought to hear. Uh, but otherwise, the parable is the exact same. So what, what do we learn? What, again, we've heard this so many times, right? It, it can easily get on cruise control. Um, so trying to get out of that cruise control what, what, do we, what, what is Jesus inviting us to today? So I think a couple of things. The first is this. You know, I think we need to see and hear the abundance of our God, brothers and sisters, how God shares God's very being and God's very self with everyone and anyone, and he's not going to hold back. You know, there is, uh, I, I'm a big U2 fan, and uh, I want to say, uh City of Blinding Lights, but don't quote me on this. I should know it. Um, where Bono sings at the end, uh, blessings not just for the, the ones on their knees, thankfully. Um, and and that's, that's exactly what our God is. God doesn't say, oh, you've, you've prayed and, and you are one with me and, and you're open to me and you're on your knees and you're living the right way and, and doing this. Here are these blessings. I think that that lifestyle carries its own virtues and blessings come upon us, not because, not God doesn't say, I like you more and here's more blessings, but I think living within that manner automatically will, uh, will open us to the blessings which are all around us, right? I don't think God showers blessings on us more because of that. I think we're simply that good, uh, that good soil that is open to that seed growing within that time. But God is, is lavish, lavish. That's a good word, isn't it? Our God is lavish and abundant that those blessings and that seed is everywhere. Why do we know that? Because that sower sows it just as easily on, on rocky ground and on, uh, you know, uh, on a path that is absolutely you know, not going to open itself up to any seed uh, and among thorns as he does on rich soil. God is not stingy. I think that really, uh, that, that's good wisdom for us, isn't it? Are we, are we stingy without our gifts? Whatever it is, you know, whatever it is, 
with uh, the gifts and talents that we've been given, with, uh, with our uh, generosity? Do, do people need to deserve it before we give it? Um, or we lavish and let it fall on the just and the unjust uh, and on the good and the bad, on the path and the rocky ground and among the thorns, because our God clearly is lavish. He is not judicial that way. And one could say, I mean, any farmer, any agrarian person, remember, that's who he's talking to here, right? He's speaking their language. They, there's no way they could throw their seed away. Their seed is way too precious to do that. They'd be like, what are you doing? They'd be shocked. They'd be jolted, to use my friend Father Roger's word, uh, because that's not how they use seed. Seed is, is only for those places that are going to grow it. But that's not what God does. So, brothers and sisters, we, we see, okay, the, the pathway, of course, being the ones who simply aren't open to the word of God. Now, this is interesting, isn't it? Because remember, Jesus is out on the sea, or not on the sea, he's watching, he's looking at the lake, and the crowd comes to him. And so in one sense, if they're coming to him, they're already open to the word. And so not a lot of them are going to be the path. And so we could say, well, you know, we need to save our, our seed for those who come to us. And I get that. I get that. Uh, but at the same time, I don't, I don't think so because, again, we, we have to know that we have to just simply go out and, and spread the word and give it as best we can, when we can, where we can, with what we, we can, uh, and trust that that, that seed that, that maybe wasn't understood or was, was taken by birds and eaten, maybe, maybe it, it made a dent somewhere along the line where somebody else can till and, and get that to go a little deeper. I think God just ain't over people just, um, even in people dumb just there. Uh, I do we need to know our own soul. And people that, uh, that we come across that, that aren't interested and aren't open to the word, I think we need to approach them in a different way than those who are, are fertile soil, right? And, and we have to be wise enough to do that. And maybe there's a different type of seed or a different type of tool that we use um, because there are those people in life that simply aren't open. And, uh, and I think it's okay to know that. Jesus and other times use that image of a uh, pearl for swine, right? It doesn't mean it doesn't mean they're red bull. It just means they're not ready for the God. How do help get them ready? Um, again, I think this is going to be unique, but, but I think knowing our audience, that's what we more prefer. I mean, knowing those we encounter, right? Rocky ground. Now, now, first of all, let me just say this. I was out for a run uh, yesterday, and um, and this song, Rocky Ground, came uh, on. Now, if you don't know it, oh, Bruce Springsteen, yes. When you're done with this podcast, look it up. It's off of Wrecking Ball. Album came out, oh gosh, 10, 12 years ago. Uh, and it was in response to the 2008 housing crisis and talks about how we've been traveling over Rocky Ground, sings about it. Phenomenal song. Uses this imagery. Uh, we've been traveling over Rocky Ground. Rise up, shepherd, rise up. You know, your sheep have, have gone far uh, on the hills. And, and it's just... Um, yeah, rocky ground. We go over it in our lives sometimes, don't we? And, and, and here's the deal with rocky ground. It's easy. When we're in rocky ground, say, oh, Lord, okay, I'll give you this. If you do this for me, we'll do quid pro quos with God. God, if you do this, if you get me out of this rocky ground situation, I'll love you forever. I'll do this for you or whatever. And oftentimes, once we see that the movement of God, we can easily you know, rise up with joy like this plant does here. But sometimes it doesn't last because it has no root, because it only came out of this rocky situation. And, uh, and we fall away. 
almost just as quickly as we made the bargain and we thank God for it. And then once we're, we're back in our norm, we lose it. And, and we've all been there, right? And we've seen people in our lives be there. For whatever reason, they accept it with truth because maybe in their life situation, that's what they need right then. But when they don't need it, it just kind of falls away um, because it doesn't have the root. In, in another uh, instance, Jesus uses the, the image, hey man, don't put your, your, your hands to the plow uh, and, and then look back. I mean, if you're going to go forward, make sure you've got what it takes because this undertaking, um, it's, it's, it's forever, right? Birds of the, the fields have nests, foxes have dens, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. This is a journey. This is a journey that we're on for the long haul. And if you're only in it to get over this situation, if you're only in it to use, quote unquote, God for a little bit, uh, hmm, we might want to rethink that, right? Uh, because those, those don't have roots. We're going to rise up quickly and, uh, and falter quickly. You know, and then there's the, the thorns, right? Where it says the allure of riches choke the word. That's an easy one. Gosh darn, you know, there's a reason Europe and there's a reason America is falling away from faith. Why? Because we have everything we need, don't we? I mean, if I don't, I can just go online and see if Amazon has it or, or the shop down the street. Uh, I've got what I need. What need have I of God? Uh, well, uh, there's a, as Blaise Pascal, my brother Mike reminds me, uh, said there's a God-shaped hole inside of every one of us, right? Or as Augustine says, we are made for you, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in thee. We can try to rest it in a new vehicle or rest it in, in a new outfit or whatever, whatever that, that can be provided in a buck's win, you know, or whatever it is. We can try to rest it in that and that will fill us for a time. But it's not what we're made for. Because that God-shaped hole can only be filled by God. Not by anything else. Um, and, uh, and so we can, we can be choked. We can easily lose our way. Because instead of pursuing God, because again, once we put our hands to that plow, it's, it's for the long term. Um, and we can, we can stop pursuing that and pursue these other things. Pursue my career. Pursue fame. Pursue a legacy, pursue riches and comfort. You know, there's nothing wrong with any of those things uh, to the extent that we give them to God and then where God invites us. But if that becomes our pursuit, then all these other things become lesser and, and the kingdom of God gets choked away. And finally, of course, there's the seed on rich soil. There's the rich soil that bears fruit a hundred or sixty or thirty-fold. And brothers and sisters, you know, that's the deal, isn't it? Um, and I love, I love, I've said this before, I love that Jesus uses a hundredfold and sixtyfold and thirtyfold because we can, well, maybe I can, and maybe I'm saying more about me than you. Oftentimes I can look at other people and say, man, look what they're doing. How come I'm not doing something that good? And I feel, I don't know if it's shame or, or guilty or, or lesser because of that, but that's not the deal. I, in, in fact, what we need to do is praise God if there are other people that are, that are in a field of 100-fold and I'm only in a field of 20-fold. Praise God that God is, is using these other people that we see rather than feeling ashamed or, or lesser that we can say, Lord, I praise and thank you that you are using them 
to bring about the kingdom in this great way and use me to bring about it in whatever way. And yes, maybe I'm just this small acre and there are 80 acres over there, but God, make this acre yours. And that's good too. Brothers and sisters, I think the, the, the question for us here is not which ground are we? I think it's the question is which ground are we today? Which ground are we this morning? Because this afternoon, maybe I'll be a different ground. My heart hardens so often. Or I get, I get caught up in, in the allure of whatever's going on. I can easily do that. And there's some days I can be, I can be rich too, right? rich soil and open. What ground are we today? And how do we put that in front of God right now and say, okay, Lord, make of me what you want to make of me. Till the soil and, and plant that seed within me and help me to be as lavish and extravagant and as bun- abundant as you are. St. Bridget of uh, Sweden, let me simply say this because we're, we're long already. Um, so the reason I, I have a love for her is not because I know much about her, it's because my daughter Bridget, whom you heard yesterday, uh, her name is spelled the same as Bridget of Sweden. We, we consider Bridget of Ireland uh, Bridget's patroness, but Bridget of Sweden was pretty awesome. Here's the bottom line. She had visions. She, was, she lived in a royal household, married to the king of Sweden, and used uh, that place of privilege to try to influence his... Um, uh, his, his law giving and, and making and ruling for good, uh, had eight children, new pain, new death, new sorrow, new hardship. Uh, but ultimately she had these visions of Christ crucified and didn't just take those to prayer and become a, a penitent, although she was a penitent, but she took those visions and brought them into a way to assist people in the world. Brothers and sisters, our prayer has to lead right to uh, fruit. And Bridget of Sweden did that beautifully. She took these visions and that unity, that mysticism that she had, and she did it to build up the kingdom and those who were in need uh, around her. Because that's it. It's our union with God so we can be united with our brothers and sisters, particularly the poor, uh, in our lives. Uh, And in 1999, Bridget of, of Sweden along with uh, St. Catherine of Siena and St. Therese of the Cross, uh, were made patronesses of Europe. That's pretty good, heady company. So uh, we invite her prayer today. So my friends, let's take this all to prayer, shall we, as we uh, uh, jump into the weekend. And let's um, uh, conclude our sorrowful mysteries today. As we begin, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. The fifth sorrowful mystery, Jesus dies on the cross. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. 
Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, have the best weekend. Uh, be well and, uh, and just be, be gods, right? Be gods. God's peace to you.